Welcome to Harbor for the Arts podcast, where the performing and creative arts meets lifestyle. The mission of this podcast is to enhance, inspire, educate, and entertain all listeners about the performing and creative arts, including opera. I'm your host, opera singer Brie Cooper. I'm an actress, an author, podcast host, TV host, playwright, producer, and more. Did I also mention that I also work full-time for a very prominent arts organization in the heart of Washington, D.C., where we present international artists on stages throughout the Washington, D.C. area, as well as in schools. I'm so happy that you are joining me today. If you don't know, please go listen to the Podmas episode number one, where I go into the reason why I wanted to do Podmas. Now, I think I was a little over ambitious to expect me to try to cram in at least 25 episodes before Christmas or by Christmas. So I'm just going to try to do this and extend this to December 31st. And it dawned on me that not only did we have Hanukkah, but we also had Christmas and now we're into Kwanzaa. I thought, well, we should just go ahead and expand it. Here we are. This is episode number seven. In today's episode, we're diving into the world of literature as we explore the top books every musician should consider reading in 2024. Whether you're a budding artist or a seasoned professional, these books offer valuable insight, inspiration, and knowledge to fuel your musical journey. Some of these books, most of these books, all of these books I've not read yet, I plan on reading them. They're in my basket on Amazon. If you are listening to this podcast, just you can look in the show notes and I've included links to all of the books that I'm mentioning in this podcast today. So let's get started. The first book is Daily Rituals and it is a wonderful book of more than 150 inspired and inspiring novelists, poets, playwrights, painters, philosophers, scientists, and musicians on how to get the work done that they love to do, especially in the creative arts, whether walking early or staying up late. Some do this by self-medicating with donuts or bathing, drinking, large quantities of coffee, long daily walks. And there's so many other examples of how people such as Charles Darwin, Andy Warhol, Twyla Tharp, William Faulkner, Jane Austen, and even Igor Stravinsky decided to conquer how they were going to set up their daily schedule so that they could have time to write. Um, This includes George Gershwin, who it said that his brother, Ira, worked for 12 hours a day from late morning to midnight. This is nothing new for artists. Artists have a specific ritual that all of us follow. What are some of your rituals that you do in order to get that creative time in that you need? I know what some of mine are. Uh, One is I seem to be more creative in the morning time, in the daytime. So usually in the mornings, I will write. Once the sun goes down, you can forget it. (laughs) All bets are off. Nothing's happening. But in the mornings, early mornings is when I invest creatively. So I try to do all of that early. This book is from 2013. The reason why I'm mentioning that is because the next book on the list is Daily Rituals, Women at Work written by the same author. And 
This time it's exploring the daily obstacles and rituals of women who are artists, painters, composers, sculptors, scientists, filmmakers, and performers. And we get to see how these really brilliant minds get to work. The choices they have to make, either stealing time secretly away from, you know, the pull of either their husbands or or children and other obligations in order to to create their creations. And this book was written in the same style as How Artists Work, the one I just mentioned, which is why I thought it was pretty cool that he had both books. It's just about figuring out how to create that space when you're an artist. The next number three book on our list is Digital Marketing for Musicians. And again, all of these books are going to be listed in the show notes. It is online marketing for musicians that really need to get a handle on what digital marketing actually is because it can seem very complicated and overwhelming. And this book is by Sarah Fenwick. It's a handbook about digital marketing for musicians and it just breaks everything down into these bite-sized chunks to help you understand where to focus your marketing efforts. Because I think so many of us are just like, it's literally like throwing spaghetti at a wall, trying to see what sticks. And in this case, she really breaks it down how you should be applying different approaches to Facebook and then Twitter, Instagram, and all of that is discussed. Well, Twitter is now X, but also tips on distribution and campaigning, networking, and it's it's just the best practices of how to go about doing that. And this digital marketing for musicians is actually written by a professional music music professional to help you get more gigs and opportunities and expose exposure for your music career. The next book on our list, number four, is social media marketing for musicians, and I think. This is a very important book. The Social Media Handbook for Artists and Musicians is a comprehensive guide that aims to help artists and labels use social media, particularly TikTok and Instagram, to expand your fan base and strategically, purposefully figure out how to do that, the best way to do that. The main objective of the book is to teach artists how to tell better stories and how to use all the areas of social media strategically to promote promote your own work and connect with your audience. Excuse the alarm outside. And I think that's really important. The book is written by Drew and Laura, two experienced professionals in the field of social media marketing who know that having a strategic plan in place can help artists boost and can help artists post with purpose, authenticity, and intention. So this looks really, really good. It says, after reading this book, you will never again wonder what to post on social media, but rather walk away with a detailed strategy that is aligned with your personal goals and unique story. All right, last on our list is Simple Money. I thought this I should include this because there are so many artists that just don't have a lot of understanding as far as money goes. And if you are new or you're just starting out and you're graduating from college and maybe you're not going to go to grad school, but you need to work and you're not going to be singing with the 
opera company at the moment, there's a stigma attached to working full-time and then trying to be an artist. Hindsight being 2020 for me, if you are not going to be singing with an opera organization or anything like that, you should consider getting a full-time job with an arts organization. I really, really enjoy what I do. Not only does it provide an opportunity to become stable financially, but also you're always around people who love the arts and they do what they need to do to bring the arts to the community, which is basically who we are and what we do. If it's between getting a waiter waitress job and figuring out a nine to five job that will offer a 403B or a 401K, FSA, whatever it is, and that can match that, and even if they can't, but they offer that, definitely do it. And you should also be investing at this point. So Simple Money, the book, when it comes to money money management, so many of us take this hands-off approach because we just don't have the confidence that we need. Tim Maurer is the author of this book, and he's made a career out of really helping to break down complex financial concepts to, to understandable and doable actions, which is very helpful because I know it can be very intimidating for many. He goes into budgeting, reducing, eliminating debt, making vital decisions on home, auto, life insurance, creating an investment portfolio. And you'll really be relieved to see that managing your money is not as complicated as we once thought. And so many of us don't have these conversations. And I know when I was growing up, there were, we did not have these conversations at all. For some reason, you just thought you were supposed to automatically get it. One book that I recommend highly is written by a friend of mine. This is a bonus. And it is Paul Wharton's Twisted. And also he wrote another book. He's a celebrity fashion stylist. He has this TV show, BET. And he's just, he lives in London part-time, lives in the United States. He has a TV show in England. And you guys should really pick up his book. It is really amazing. I think you'll, you'll get a lot from it. The first book is called Pulling It All Together. It's essential style advice for being beautiful, confident, and most of all, happy. It is such a good book. I'm going to actually add this. Paul brings together years of experience, the world of fashion and media. He walks you through his guide of pulling everything together. And I've worked with Paul before in the past. He really does keep everything not as complicated as you would think. And especially if you don't have your own stylist or anything, you want to be able to do all of these things for yourself. So how to organize your wardrobe. So it's just works, works well for you, more efficient. And ways to build and shop perfectly for your body and budget. Beauty tips used by the stars that every woman needs to know. Eat and treat your body like a temple. Working out in a fun and efficient way and strengthening your mind to help you perform and sleep better. It's a really great book. I've read it. So again, if you go ahead and look in the show notes, I will make sure that I have the link so you can purchase it. But anyway, I hope you can add them to your 2024 book list. Thank you very much for joining today's podcast. Have a great rest of your holiday season. I look forward to seeing you back here real soon.